Hello, welcome back to Heartblend Podcast, and today I have a very special guest. I'm super excited. His name is Johan Verstich, and he focuses on breaking up with social media and just ways of helping you to work with social media so that it supports you in the best way, so that you are not taking on those detrimental effects. And so I am here. I want to hear what he has to say. So, Johan, tell me a little bit about yourself and this whole social media thing. I'm excited. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Lindsay. Absolute pleasure and honor. So I truly appreciate it. Yes, social media breakup. Yeah, so I personally used my smartphone a lot 10 years ago. I actually used the smartphone that used the very first version of Android. So when I started to use this device, everyone was looking at me because, you know, who had like some small computer in their hands? Mm-hmm. Like you had the, um, the personal assistants, the, the, those, you don't remember those devices? Oh the yeah, devices? the Palm Pilots, those, right? The, yeah, those <laughs> ones, yeah. And, you know, with the black and white screen, yeah. like it looked like a little computer, right. but it was pretty basic at the same time, mm-hmm. yeah. And then came out. Then came the smartphone. Well, 2007 iPhone introduced was introduced by Apple, mm-hmm. the very first smartphone. But that was not the one I used. My very first smartphone was an Android device, and actually my also my la- my last Android device because since then I moved to Apple to iPhones. So in 2009, I got this Android device, and Facebook was already kind of popular back then in Europe. So then I started to use this device. I was using Facebook a lot. And I noticed a lot of people started to use Facebook. So then all of us, we jumped on Facebook and we were communicating. Of course, yes. Right? And, you know, back then, we never mentioned terms like social media addiction or phone addiction Mm -hmm. or screen addiction because it was a novelty. We were all doing it. And not even so extreme as, as, as we are now. Back then... We were using kind of passively, you know, you just leave a comment, you post it on the wall, and then people comment sometimes. And then occasionally you post another comment on your, like another post on your wall, and then people comment. Like you use it pretty passively. And a lot of people, they were using Facebook just on a laptop, Mm -hmm. desktop, not even on a device. Because a lot of people were using feature phones. Mm -hmm. And although they supported Facebook, you cannot do a lot. It didn't really look good. The interface wasn't really impressive. But with the smartphone, that changed. Now you could actually do a lot on the smartphone. So we were using Facebook a lot. And then I started to date. And I met someone, a girl from Brazil, who was very excited about Facebook. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, she was in Brazil. I was in Europe. So we have to use the internet to communicate. Oh, okay. But somehow she always wanted to communicate through Facebook. Mm. And... She always wanted to show the world how amazing we are. She came to Europe, Mm. and then still she wanted to post every single day. She demanded basically from me, like, hey, Johan, you know, it's your turn now. You have to come up with a post. Like, where's, you know, where's my very white, my Celine Dion song? (laughs) Where's a beautiful, you know, something romantic? Yeah, of course. She really wanted to show people, right? I mean, she had to show, like, she's happy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly wow yeah and everyone Show else the best ever. <laughs> exactly exactly everyone else exactly all the other 700 people <laughs> so that was very important to her so then yes i was like oh yeah okay 
uh, don't forget, Johan, I should post something, you know, some beautiful quotes. Let me quickly look in Google, search for love quotes, get, save that image, post it. So sometimes she reminded me, like, hey, Johan, you know, where is my post? Yeah, you know, people haven't, or like she says, I, I haven't heard, you know, for a while. You have to post something for me. So after a while, it, I started to think, like, why, why is it so important? Why can't we just, for example, communicate by using Skype? Because I'm like, okay, we can use the internet, but there are other ways to communicate. We do not need to communicate so publicly on Facebook. We can just talk through Skype, for example, or private messages. So, she, of course, she was fine by that, but not when it comes to Skyping. She really wanted me to continue to post on her wall. And then when we went to, once well, so one day, that was the moment for me that really got me to think about social media and if it's a good idea to keep using it. Mm-hmm. So we were walking on the beach, and then she was drawing these beautiful hearts on the sand. It took her a while. It was really big. Then she asked me, Johan, can you please just kneel in front of the heart? So I was like, okay, yeah, of course, no problem. And she took her phone to take a photo. And then a few hours later, it was online. But then she wrote, look at what my boyfriend made me. Look what he drew <laughs> in the sand or on the sand. Oh, gosh. And then, she, then I noticed she was starting to lie mm. about it. You know, she started to lie about these happenings and... Then I catched myself that I was also then supposed to lie about a few things because if she said that it happened this way, like, oh, Johan, that's such a beautiful heart you made, then, I'm like, then I had to say, yeah, because I really love you so much. That's why I made that heart for you. Well, that was not the case. Yeah, I, I, I loved her or I liked her, but not in such a way that I'm always up for such romantic activities. Yeah. The emphasis should not be just on doing something for the sake of posting mm-hmm. about it. So then I really asked myself, what's the whole purpose of using Facebook? Like, why should we really feel forced to use Facebook? And then I always, I have this mantra that says, I don't want to die stupid. I learned it from my uncle. I don't want to die stupid. In other words, I always want to be in this uncomfortable zone, not always in a comfortable zone. I always want to challenge myself. Uh, do something new every day. Do something scary every day. But I wasn't doing it. I was ambitious for a long time, but I wasn't really growing. I wasn't really producing. I was producing, but I was producing a post that has no value. The, the, the only reason why I was doing that was just for my ex-girlfriend, and now ex-girlfriend, and our friends. So when then I started to focus on building a website because I really wanted to produce something. And then my first project was a website about the World Cup in Brazil. So then my time had to be be spent on that website. But she was okay with that. But she, again, she continued to say, hey, Johan, where's my post? You know, don't, don't, it's enough. You've been working on a website now for two, three hours. Where's my my post? So we started to, it was crazy. And she, we started to fight more often. Mm. And it became so, uh, yeah, it it really became so extreme that I said, look, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. Done. So we essentially broke up, and that was one of the reasons, but it was a big reason, mm-hmm. because she wasn't really supportive. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't really supportive, and also, I just noticed I didn't really love her anymore. Mm-hmm. I wasn't impressed by her, you know? Like, sometimes when you change, mm-hmm. and a person doesn't change with you, then 
your perspective of that person changes, your opinions about that person changes. So I noticed that she's not the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. So we broke up. And the funny thing is, then after a while, people still ask me, hey, how are you and Fernanda doing? That's mm-hmm. her name. Um, and I say, well, we broke up already a long time ago. And then you hear, you even see people like shocked. Oh, really? Like, you don't even tell us? Like, we've, we're following <laughs> your own story from the beginning. To, you know, wow. and you don't, we, we need closure as well. Like, why can't you yeah. share that with us? Yeah. And, uh, it was, and then again, it was a reality check that we always post about the happy moments. Like when mm-hmm. something real is happening, we, we don't tell people. So mm-hmm. that's why I knew that if I compare myself to people online, that that would not be realistic because I would just compare my step two with someone's step 25 or a fake step 25. You don't know mm-hmm. what's real and what's not real. So that's when I stopped using Facebook for personal reasons. And I only focused on building a fan page for the website. And I just stopped using Facebook for three years. So I have social media under control for a while. But now, like or when I started in 2018, social media breakup, I noticed that more people were talking about screen addiction, phone addiction, and social media mm-hmm. addiction. Those terms became more uh, prevalent. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought, you know what? Let me help people with this problem because I always wanted to do something in a self-development niche. Mm-hmm. And then when people started to talk about I have issues with my phone, I thought, well, I was on my phone all the time and it annoyed me and I just couldn't stop it till something shocking had to happen like that whole that purpose that i felt that passion that i felt Mm -hmm. and this whole that experience of lying on social media so then i that's why i started social media breakup and i use social media it's not it's not bad it's it's also not neutral you have to be careful Mm -hmm. how you use social media because they want to monetize your eyeballs but Mm -hmm. so i never say stop using you should never use social media stop using it but now I at least teach people how to use it mindfully if you want to keep using social media. Mm-hmm. So that's why I started. So it's a long story. But uh, yeah, I had this, so I had these problems 10 years ago. But since 2018, that was before the pandemic, I started social media breakup. And now a lot, of, a lot more people talk about this problem. And yeah, it is exploding. People were already saying that it was exploding. But now because of the pandemic, it's really serious. Yeah, absolutely. I, for me personally, I'm like anti-social media, but I feel tied to it, you know, whenever I'm trying to promote something, I'm like, oh, well, that's where the people are. Let me go back to social media. Uh, But for me, (laughs) my biggest challenge is temperance. So, you know, it's like, how do I have that balance? I am a zero or 100% type of person. So for me, I would have to completely remove whatever the temptation is so that I just, if I make it hard for myself, you know, I'm not going to use it. So I'm working on that and just, I don't know. So what are some good reasons of why someone should cut back? You know, a lot of times I notice with teenagers, mostly it's like, how do you even get them to even realize like, hey, this is really not good for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, first of all, it's why social media is bad, it can or why it can be bad, is we outsource our happiness. So it was one of those mm-hmm. um, realizations that I teach people is that we people want to feel good about ourselves. And mm-hmm. social media is a way to outsource feeling good about ourselves because we mm-hmm. just have to craft something like a photo or a post 
mm-hmm. and we get the comments and then when they're positive we feel good about ourselves mm-hmm. so you think that's a good thing okay it makes you maybe happy quickly but it doesn't do anything for your own self-confidence because if you believe the good you're also going to believe the bad mm-hmm. and that's why i say i'll search your happiness and i always say you're never as good as they say you are you're never as bad as they say you are mm-hmm. But when you don't work on yourself, if you don't believe in yourself and you don't compliment yourself and you want for other people to do, do that to do that for you, then you're not going to live a happy life because you have to empower yourself to feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's a, one huge reason why you have to be very careful about social media because basically what happens is you create a life online mm-hmm. that you don't live if you don't invest in, in the offline world just mm-hmm. for the sake of other people, just to impress others, mm-hmm. then you're going to do things in the offline world purely for the sake of posting about it. So actually, you're going to take on a specific activity, but you're more excited about the fact that you can take a photo of it or document it and then post it online rather than being enthusiastic about the fact that you are going to take on that activity for the activity mm-hmm. itself right. instead of posting about it. So oftentimes, the things that we're doing, we're doing it for other people and not because we want to do it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's one of the dangerous reasons why you want to be very careful with social media. Yeah, absolutely. I always try to preach to reconnect with yourself, so disconnect to reconnect. So that's yes. those are very good points. I know that you have a lot of other things you enjoy doing. And so I know some people may say, okay, I cut back on social media, but now what do I do with the time that I was doing on social media. So I know you've mentioned how you enjoy board games. Exactly. And I, I know that's something actually really new on the way that you do it. So could you tell me a little bit about that so other people can kind of have that introduction on maybe another thing that they can yeah, do? Yeah, so actually the whole activities, that subject, that's part of uh, my six-step formula. It's step five, actually. Yeah, so that's... Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, that's about activities, about okay, finding something nice. that pulls you away from your phone. And yeah, because it's, it's, it's not just about pushing your phone away. You're still looking at your phone when you push it away, but you need something that will make yeah. your head turn. So you can place your focus and energy on something else. So, and that, that step is sense. actually called embrace life. Because activities, it can be indoors, outdoors, meeting people, uh, just enjoying the offline world. So... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now with this pandemic, we're a lot of times we're inside. And mm-hmm. so one of the activities that I highly recommend is playing board games. And myself, I am an avid modern board gamer, if we should we call it modern board gaming, that's the name of the hobby. So I'm into board okay. gaming now for five months. And I even play it by myself sometimes so that was something scary to do like i've never done before it was very challenging but i actually enjoyed it Mm -hmm. so i tell people you really want to get yourself like a card game or a board game and there's so many games out there because a lot of times when i say okay play a board game people think about uh, stratego clue chess uh, scrabble those basic Mm -hmm. board games but there is there are so many board games out there i went so i was introduced by a friend to this hobby and i went to this site called mm-hmm. boardgamegeek.com that's what i tell people that i tell clients go to boardgamegeek.com there's a list of the top 100 top 500 best board games for 
for uh, for friends, for your kids, like family games, party games, and not necessarily just to party, but just to enjoy that at home inside inside a house with uh, with your household. Mm-hmm. But there's so many benefits. It's actually such a good way to get to know each other, and there are a lot of mm-hmm. benefits when it comes to cognition. A lot of benefits when it comes to communication. There are co-op games. I've never heard of that before. Co-op games uh, make it possible to mm-hmm. be on the same team and you play against an AI. So that's fascinating. So you have to like collaborate, wow. work together. And it, it, it just trains your brain. You have to critically think. You have to be creative. You have to calculate. You have to come up with a strategy. So there's so many benefits. And there's so many themes like theme of Egypt or medieval or a fantasy world or for example there's with so many missions like terraforming Mars it's one of those most popular board games out there and I've played it and I, I have it and I played with, with with my family members and such a fantastic hobby so always number one hobby when people tell me I'm bored I'm at home and I'm bored with my with even alone even when you're alone mm-hmm. or with family members friends mm-hmm. whatever Get yourself a board game. Do the research. Don't just randomly get one. Do a little bit of research. Be curious. Mm. Just, you know, what are you looking for? Yeah. What kind of theme do you enjoy? Like, do you want to make? Do you want to make wine, for example? There's a board game about making wine. You know, do you want to? Uh, it's. Uh, do you want to help a panda bear create an environment for himself where he can live? There's 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 a board game for that. The, you know, you want to build a civilization, there's a board game for that. So there's just like you want to do a bit of research and, and get excited about the board game. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just beautiful. I can, I can recommend a few. Everdell is also one of my favorites. It looks great and it has, you know, it's all about little animals that are, you have to build a community mm-hmm. of squirrels, rabbits, um, frogs you know it's it's so it's it's cute and uh, wow. i i never i never expected me to like it but i like it and uh, so just yeah board yeah. games for mm. sure not video games not watching movies those are all fine but you want to do something that's yeah. not related to screens that's another huge positive gotcha. aspect of board games yeah okay so it's not only just social media breakup but just phone breakup in exactly. general just Using your phone the best way, you know, because the phones can be so distracting. Exactly, exactly. Um, from things you actually really it's do. True, hundred percent. Right? <laughs> you're right. It is about the phone. Eventually, um, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I want you to tell us a little bit about your process. I know you just briefly. I kind of messed no you problem. up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I already like blew up your step. You know, dang. No I'm problem. sorry about that. So I'm gonna let you talk about your process so that everybody can be able to know the best way of like kind of handling social media and their phone and the you know to support them, not to you know defeat. Them. Actually, step five is a good one when people want a quick solution. Or like a quick strategy, like what should okay. I do? Okay, do something else. That's it. Like do something else. It's, if you, you know, if you don't know, because if you don't know what you want to mm. do with your time, then it's easy to go for your phone because mm-hmm. we all have time. But if we don't really plan our time, if we don't really know what to do with our time, then we automatically do that thing that is the easiest, which is to go for our phone. Because when we mm-hmm. have suddenly time left and we really haven't thought about it, what to do with the time, then we just go for our phone. So that's why that step five actually mm-hmm. is a very quick one. When it comes to what should I do if I'm using my phone too much? Find a different activity. 
opposite. But yeah, so, but this process, yeah, it basically covers everything um, in terms of strategy. So with step, step one is, is self-awareness. So it's all about finding out how, long, how much you use your screens. And there are apps for that. If you use an iPhone, there's screen time. If there's the Android, if you're using Android device, there's digital well-being. You can use other external apps that will mm -hmm. help you to find out how much you use your phone. Mm -hmm. And you also want to mm -hmm. understand for yourself what are you feeling and thinking when you want to go for your phone and when you are actually using your phone. So you mm -hmm. want to be more aware of the reasons and where are you using your phone and why and what for. And you, also, you simply want to become aware uh -huh. also of your current position in terms of how is your phone affecting your life. If you are not happy with your smartphone use, why not? Like, what is it that you want to do instead? What mm. is it that makes you so aggravated? Mm -hmm. How is it affecting your relationships? How is it affecting your mm. self-actualization process? How is it affecting your career, your studies? Mm -hmm. So you want to become very mindful of that. And why that is important is... When you do want to change that behavior, that habit, there's going to be a voice that will tell you, look, everyone is doing it. I don't know what you're thinking of changing this behavior, but everyone is doing it, right? And then mm -hmm. one day later, you just right. you know, use your phone and use your social media accounts. So that's why it's important to not only understand for yourself and be clear about where you are, but also where you want to go. So how does that life look like? And how does that phone have... Um, how have a place in that life. So you want to understand what is the desired life. How does your relationship look like? How does your self-actualization process look like? So it's, it's, it's just vital to understand where you are because the clearer you, you are about where you are right now, the better you understand what, why is it so important to go where you want to go. And it's so vital to have that information is because it is simply easy to just go back to your normal habits, to use your phone a lot, to use your social media accounts a lot, and to basically listen to that voice that, basically, that says, it's fine the way you use social media. I don't know what the problem is. Everyone is using their social media accounts. Everyone expects you to use your phone, to use your social media accounts. So just keep using them as you are used to. And that's why you need that strong why, that reason why it's so important to you to reduce your phone less. Because a lot of people are not willing to admit how it is impacting their lives negatively. How it is impacting their lives, their relationships negatively, their career, their studies. They just feel that they are losing themselves. But a lot of people are not honest about it. That's why sometimes I compare social media addiction today with smoking in the 50s. In the 50s, people were smoking. A lot of people were smoking because it was just a social norm. Everyone was doing it, so why wouldn't you? But I can imagine back then, there were people who thought to themselves, you know, I, this cannot be really healthy to smoke every single day. So I can imagine back then, people were already kind of like, hmm, maybe I should change. But they wouldn't because everyone was smoking in the 50s. So I can imagine now everyone is using their smartphone and social media. It is harder to be honest about the fact that you should change because everyone is using their accounts and smartphones. But also, you can easily justify the fact why it's so important to use your social media accounts and smartphone. You can tell yourself, I need to check out this email, or I need to check out this message, or I need to check the news, I need to 
find out where my order is. I have to check the weather. With smoking, there is no such stories. If you smoke or you don't smoke, you so when you smoke, you have to be honest about the fact that, well, yeah, it's not good, but you keep smoking. But with social media and phone news, it is different because the voice inside of your head can tell you, no, of course you use social media because of reason X, Y, and Z. Of course you use your smartphone because you have to be available. You have to be able to access your email 24-7. So that, that's step one, self-awareness. Understand where you are and where you want to go. How much you use your screens because with that knowledge, you will be more motivated to change that behavior if you know that you're five hours, six hours a day on your smartphone. And that is kind of shocking and that makes you want to change even more. Let's take a quick break and we will come back after this short message. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, welcome back. And we're here so that we can finish with our process to breaking up with social media with Johan. Yes. All right. So step two, that's called insight. So that's an extra layer of motivation. So with step one, you're already now conscious about where you want to go. Mm -hmm. So step two is all about insight. It's about understanding why we're so addicted and what are the detrimental effects. So for example, one of those effects is that excess of phone use is affecting our brains. So mm -hmm. we basically outsource our brain. Because mm -hmm. of technology, we can do a lot of things easily. Mm -hmm. by calculating, like remembering. We don't need to do it ourselves anymore. We outsource mm -hmm. that to tech. If I want to know mm -hmm. how much 60 times 70 is, I just check my phone. If I want mm -hmm. to know some fact about something, I can ask someone easily or I can Google right. it. Mm -hmm. That's called, that is called um, digital dementia, aka Google effect. Mm -hmm. So that basically means that we become less smart. Let's put it nicely. Because we outsource our brain to tech. It's like me using a... So, for example, my arm is going to use a tech, a tech, like a tech arm. It's mm. going to be placed on my arm that you see in sci-fi movies. And then suddenly it's going to make me strong. Mm. And you will think, okay, this has a huge benefit. You see the power of technology. All good. Yes. But when I take off the, that tech arm then my left arm is going to be very weak because I haven't trained the arm. Mm. So that's why we have to be careful that we don't outsource too much of ourselves and our being because we don't really train them. For example, in this, in what I just said, my arm is not trained or our brain. So we mm -hmm. want to make sure that we keep training our brain so we don't just let tech solve our own problems. Mm -hmm. We want to be able to contemplate. We want to be able to reflect and to be creative. So we have to be careful with that. Also... That what you want to be aware of is that what you see on social media mm -hmm. is not the reality that everyone sees. Mm -hmm. It's a sophisticated, highly curated world designed for you based on your behavior online, based on your clicks. 
Social media knows you better than your spouse knows you, knows you better than your family knows you because of your behavior. You're clicking and you're looking at things that you don't even tell other people, but social media knows it's tracking your behavior. So then it knows exactly what to show you. So you stay longer on those platforms. Mm. And then you, you just basically enter a social bubble. It's your mm. own reality where you see content that makes you intrigued, that makes you click more. While you think it's a reality that everyone sees, but it's not. Mm. So you want to be very mindful that you are the product. You're not the customer. You don't pay with your money, but you pay with your time and with your data. Mm -hmm. So if you understand that social media knows you better than your spouse, imagine the worth of that data. Mm -hmm. Imagine those companies who want to pay for that data. Mm -hmm. if they know so much about you. Like they know you better than you know yourself. Wow. Just based on you clicking A or B, then social media will know based on algorithms, based on similar behavior that other people already have demonstrated. They know that you will like C. So you don't even know you like C, but then social media presents you with C and then you're like, wow, this is cool as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why you want to be very mindful about the fact that they want to monetize your eyeballs and they want you to use social media instead of you going to bed or for you to eat. Mm -hmm. They're competing with your sleep. They're Control. competing with your... Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's business. They want yeah. money. Absolutely. And Facebook... And back then when I was using Facebook a lot, that problem didn't really exist because they weren't really focused on making money. Since they went to the stock market in 2012, they had to answer the question, how can we make more money? Yep. So there's a lot of detrimental effects on our sleep, for example, our, our posture, our eyes. People complain about even myopia, that you have problems seeing, spine issues, neck issues. That's why you have terms like tech neck, the mm. iPhone neck. So you want to be very careful that you should not view social media too much because of psychological reasons. There are psychological effects, but also physical effects. And that's why that's what two, step two is all about, insight, to mm -hmm. understand what's going on. So it's going to motivate you even more to control your phone use. Gotcha. So that's insight. And then step three is called digital citizenship. So often people complain about their smartphone, their iPhone, but do they want to replace their iPhone with a feature phone or with a dumb phone or a flip phone? Probably not. So then you might as well understand your iPhone. So that's why I created a course for iPhone users that explains how to transform your iPhone into a friend, into an ally instead of an enemy. So you, with digital citizenship, it's all about embracing tech, basically. If you use your phone, know how to use your phone. Do you know how to use Do Not Disturb, Grayscale, Dark Mode, Night Shift, how to change the auto lock? Do you know about all these security settings and privacy settings? And the same applies to social media. If you use Facebook all the time, do you know about the privacy settings and the security settings? Do you know that you can unfollow people, that you can add an additional layer of security? Do you know that you can create specific lists so not everyone is going to see what you're posting? Do you know about all these settings on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter? You want to be aware. So that's all about learning how to use those platforms and your devices. Right. And digital citizenship is also about your behavior online. So mm -hmm. it's about the fact that you leave a digital footprint behind. The internet mm -hmm. remembers. So you want to be very mindful mm -hmm. of how you per um, perceive information online. What is credible, what's not. Mm -hmm. Can you recognize Misinformation, can you recognize disinformation? Can you recognize deep fakes? You want mm -hmm. to understand that if you post images, for example, people can take those images, 
place them in Google image search and they will be able to find where that photo was taken so they can learn more about where you are. Wow. So that's why you want to, yeah. So you want to be careful with your data, how to, how you present yourself to the world, even if it's just social media, mm-hmm. you want to be very mindful how you present yourself to the world. You want to be mindful about your digital footprint, digital reputation. That's what digital citizenship is all about. Learning about tech and how to behave on the internet, on social media. I really like that. And it's crazy because, you know, people will also steal your pictures and and data data to catfish other people, which that actually happened to me last year. I got catfished. Really? Really? Yes, it was... (laughs) We'll say that for another episode. But yeah, it was crazy. People really do that. They do. They do. It's so easy just to, yeah, steal some photos. Oh, yeah. Yep. For sure. I'm like, wow, you tried it. (laughs) Exactly. But that's a good point that you made. Catfish, because that's that's step three as well. Know about cyberbullying, slut shaming, catfishing, sassfishing, trolling. There's a lot of weird activities going on. Yeah. And we want to be very careful about who we can trust and who we can't. Absolutely. So that, that's why parents have to have the tech talk with their kids. It's an ongoing yep. process, 100%. Big time. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you continue. So step four is more about action. So this is digital habits. So step four is about, okay, you have all this information, you know about all these features on your phone, for example. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to set boundaries? So now is the time to figure out when are you going to do enable the do not disturb. Mm-hmm. If you want to use Grayscale, how are you going to use Grayscale? When are you going to use Grayscale? Boundaries is all about how are you going to use your smartphone or social media. For example, the no phone zone rule. With the no phone zone, an area becomes a no phone zone when you take on a specific activity. Mm-hmm. So when you go to bed, the bedroom becomes a no phone zone. Mm. When you're going to watch a movie with your spouse, that area becomes a no-phone zone. When you're going to eat, the dining area becomes a no-phone zone. So you want to implement that no-phone zone rule so you understand, okay, now devices are off limits. But then I also say, for example, you want to introduce a phone lounge because a lot of times we don't really know where to leave our phone. So sometimes it's Mm -hmm. just like one meter away from us or in our pockets. But you want to assign a specific dedicated place where you leave your phone, for example, in your house or maybe in the office, so when the no phone zone rule applies, like when that rule is activated, then mm-hmm. everyone knows where to leave their phone. So there's no discussion. There's no debate whether if I, can I really, you know, can I keep my phone or I will just leave it here. Is that fine or no? You leave it somewhere and maybe you can charge those phones at the same time. So that's, you want to introduce all these, all these rules and boundaries. Another one, for example, that I share often is no tech hour or no tech Tuesday. Mm. or you know because people sometimes they are enraged they're aggravated and they say i want to quit my social media accounts i'm done and they want to take they want to start this digital detox for one week or one month and like that that's not realistic because now you're emotional but tomorrow you'll be be fine and you're going to be all good Mm -hmm. with social media again you will use social media again it was just one fleeing moment that you were emotional and so Mm -hmm. you want to rationally plan a digital detox but then i say small steps if it's like going to the gym, if I tell you I'm going to the gym next week, four times a week, and I never went to the gym before, are you going to believe me? Do you think I'm going to the gym four times a week? Probably not. So you want to start small. That's mm-hmm. why I say instead of one week of no phones, just for one hour, 
every day, every evening, just one hour, go and do your mm-hmm. phone. That's it. Even if it's so hard, just put it there. Or even if it's, even if you can't look at something else, just be like this. And just one hour, just don't touch your phone. That's it. Mm-hmm. Small steps. And then you mm-hmm. can say, okay, for two hours, no phone. Or then the whole evening, no phone. Or then just one day, no phone. Mm-hmm. So you want to set those boundaries, those rules. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to unfollow people on specific social media accounts, or you want to delete one app, social media app, for just one day and see how that goes. Mm-hmm. So that's what this, uh, what digital habits are all about, screen habits. You're actually going to implement now a strategy. So oftentimes when people say, I want a quick, quick fix. How, I, how should I reduce my screen use? How should I reduce my mm-hmm. smartphone use? Then I say something connected to step four. Okay, one hour, don't use your phone or disable notifications or enable do not disturb, something like that, very quick. Or delete all game apps, at least that. Because with social media apps, you can justify it, right? There's, there's a voice that can tell you, yeah, but your friends, you need to stay in contact with your friends and you mm-hmm, need it for, you know, right. you participate in this group or, you know. So there are many reasons that you can justify a social media app, but not the game app. With the game app, it's pure entertainment. So there's no real reason to justify a game app when you really want to reduce your screen time. So then mm-hmm. I say, okay, do something like that or something, as I said before, connected to step five. Do something else. Mm-hmm. Get a hobby. Do research online. Read a book. Do something else. Mm-hmm. So, so then we go to step five, which is then embrace life. Yes. So finding something that pulls you away from your phone. And it can mm-hmm. be very simple. It can be even watching a movie, which is fine as long as you're then conscious about the fact that your phone should not be close. Mm-hmm. Have it somewhere else, in the phone lounge. Don't have it close to you. So activity can be anything, just to also practice your social skills, for example. Mm-hmm. Go on meetup.com, find a community after the pandemic, of course, and meet new people, go outside, enjoy the offline world. So that, that's all. That's step five. Is also, that's an easy one, step yeah. five. Just take on different activity, like collect romantic songs with your spouse. And create a yeah. playlist. You know, very Just live a little song. bit, you know? Live a little bit, exactly. <laughs> that's, and that, that is what people forget. That there's an offline world. Yeah. And Life is meant to be lived, so live it. 100,000%. Yeah. It. Exactly. Exactly. Well said. And, yeah, that's why step six is super vital and also one of the biggest. It's embrace thyself, as you said earlier, mm. before we started the podcast. Embrace thyself. So embrace thyself is all about progress, getting better yourself. So it's not even necessarily about activities because activities, you can do something just for entertainment purposes. But with embrace thyself, it's all about progressing. So if we go back to the example, why social media can be bad, you compare yourself to other people. You want for other people to make you feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. So step six is to learn about you becoming your biggest fan. Don't outsource it to other people because we automatically are our own biggest critic. That's Mm -hmm. like something we quickly learn in our lives, unfortunately, to just bring ourselves down. So you want to empower yourself and learn how you can become your biggest fan instead of waiting for other people to comment good things about you. Mm -hmm. And it's also about learning how to become mindful. So step six is all about understanding that when there's a trigger, you have the option to change that automatic action that's programmed. So the more you become mindful, the more you can use that 
freedom of choice, that space between trigger and action to decide mm-hmm. not to take on that action or at least to go for your phone consciously. So mm-hmm. you actually know what you're doing. It's still fine to go for your phone, but as long as you're okay with that consciously, you know you're doing it. So that's another reason why step six is so important to become mindful, to learn more about yourself, which mm-hmm. will then connect to a specific passion and purpose that will make it easier for you to not touch your phone that much because you can see life from a macro level. You are more conscious of your mortality. The more conscious you are of your mortality, the more you understand that life is not a rehearsal. It has to be lived now. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important then to understand what is it exactly that you want to do because when there is a goal, when there's an objective, you're able to set priorities. When you know how to set priorities or what the priorities are, you have something where you can place your energy and focus. Once you have something where you can place your energy and focus, it will be much easier for your phone, for you to ignore your phone when it wants your attention because you have something to focus on. So this is not just about an activity like playing board games. This is actually about self-actualization, self-development, progressing, becoming that desired self that you formulated in the first step, in the self-awareness step. So you're actually now building and becoming a better version of yourself And you also become more self-confident, which means you do not really care about what other people do and say online or what they say about you online or if they comment or not about you. And also it prevents from you comparing yourself all the time to other people. You then decide to consciously start living that life in the offline world, that life that you simply just display in the online world. In other words, you prioritize your offline version and not the online version of yourself. Because now in this day and age, we have two selves, the online version and the offline version. And oftentimes we just focus more on the online version and the offline version. And the more you develop yourself, the more you will focus on the offline version. And when you do that, you have to learn how to keep the promises to yourself. Because if you don't keep the promises to yourself, then your self-confidence will diminish. And that's why, again, you have to start small. Don't try something big. Don't go on a digital detox that lasts for one week. Don't say or try to go to the gym four times a week if you've never gone to the gym before. It's not so much about intensity. So in other words, to use the gym example, don't say four times a week. Just start with two glasses of water every day. Mm. It's more about the habit. It's not about intensity. Just Mm -hmm. focus on at least one small habit and build momentum. Don't say one week no phones. Just use your phone or don't use your phone just for one hour a day 30 Mm -hmm. minutes a day and be happy about that build momentum build that self-confidence keep the promises you make to yourself and then from there you will grow you will you will think better of yourself you the story you tell yourself when you're by yourself is going to improve that's what you want to focus on and that's why step six is a big one and if you own step six all the other steps will fall into place Mm -hmm. automatically oftentimes but it's good to know about the options, for example, that your phone offers, and you need to set those boundaries that will help you to make step six a success. So that's why at the end of the day, it's not just like one, two, three, four, five, six, and you're done. Right. It's all connected. It's all interconnected, mm. and it's an ongoing process. That's awesome. I thank you so much for taking the time to even create that so that people have something to follow instead of just giving, you know, blanket information of, you know, this is not good. This is why you shouldn't do it. And (laughs) don't do it. Okay, bye. (laughs) You know, because I I think, you know, people have to have 
those uh, steps and they have to have incremental changes to feel like they are progressing and that helps them with the guidance of being able to do that. So I thank you so much for your presence oh, in this world of how you're contributing. I think it's awesome. No, thank you so much. So now I'm happy to to, have, to be able to share the story with you. And yeah, um, yeah it's uh, one thing I can tell your audience, if they're interested in the iPhone course, they can send me an email and I will send them a free a link so they can access the course for free. So if yeah, they say, absolutely. hey, yeah, that's what I, so basically if they say, hey, Johan, I've seen you, I've heard you at the Lindsay podcast. I'll send them a free uh, free link. Yeah. Awesome. Do you want to share your email or do you want me to share it? Uh, it's Johan at socialmediabreakup.com. All right. So Johan at socialmediabreakup.com. Definitely check it out so you can get that free iPhone addiction test, correct? Of course. Of course. Of course. course. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> so you can take the test and ace it with the correct steps. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, cool. Awesome. Well, do you have anything else you want to share? Are you good? How do you feel? No, it's uh, keep you keep it up, Lindsay. I like your podcast, and uh, I like your message as well. And I look forward to witnessing your growth, your progress, and yeah, I'm I'm happy for your audience that. They know you, and I can imagine they learn a lot from you. And uh, it's it's an absolute privilege to uh, be a guest on your show. I like your podcast a lot, and uh, you will do the world a service if you keep it up. And uh, yeah, so don't quit, because you'll just be stealing from all of us who need your message. So yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> Um, no, that's awesome. Thank Absolutely. you so much. And again, thank you for contacting me and reaching out so that we could collaborate. And, you know, just meeting like minded sure. people is just really important, especially right now. 100%. So, um, and let everybody know where you are. You are not near me right now. I'm in America. Where are you? Yes, I'm all the way in Dublin, Ireland. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, even hours away we can always still be able to connect off social media because we did not need to do social media True. so exactly. it, it goes yeah. to show that when you follow your passion you know who you are you will connect with the right people just by doing that amen exactly well said mm -hmm. well said that's the power of the internet there are benefits we don't need to there become are. a luddite yeah there are exactly. many benefits yeah absolutely so well said awesome Alrighty, well, thank you so much for thank you, uh, coming in here and sharing your wealth of knowledge. I'm going to let you enjoy the rest of your day, but thank you so much. And thank you to my listeners for tuning in to Heartbloom Podcasts and have a good rest of your day.